A car accident leaves a Jamaican woman with a British accent. Japan is facing a shortage of credit card numbers as more people stay home and shop. And bras off. The lockdown triggers a rise in French women going braless. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. I got some weird stuff from around the world. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. A car accident leaves a Jamaican woman left-handed with a British accent. 33-year-old Dina Ray Clayton was an all-Jamaican woman with a very rich island accent man. However, after partying with some friends in Negril, a horrible car crash would send her into a tailspin, claiming the life of one of her friends, leaving two others nursing serious injuries. The fun-loving vlogger would also wake from a coma to a whole new life. When Clayton first awoke from the coma two days after the accident, she found herself speaking with an American accent, which gradually turned into a British accent. Doctors described the phenomenon as foreign accent syndrome, a speech disorder that has caused a sudden change to her native tongue. The accident also left Clayton physically challenged and blinded in her right eye. She also suffers from memory loss. Here's a quote from Clayton. In the accident, man. Wait a minute. No, my bad. In the accident, my head trauma caused a stroke that gave me brain damage. The swelling that my brain damage caused is between my language and my motor skills. So my accent has changed. I am now left-handed instead of right-handed. I am unable to speak this Jamaican accent that I had for so many years now, unfortunately. I am still learning to walk. I cannot walk without any aid. Even turning on the bed is a struggle for me. I spend one month in the hospital. I've done four surgeries. My entire life has changed because I can no longer work a nine-to-five job. They said it would take one to two years in terms of recovery to a point that I would be able to walk like nothing happened. However, because of COVID and the delay in my left femur healing, that's now looking like three to four years. There's a lot here that's very sad. Yet it is such a weird story uh, to know that an accident can make you change accents. That just seems crazy to me. You know, I just imagine... She's riding in a car. Yes, man, it's so nice out. Oh, look at them trees, man. What is that? A big Mack truck in your road, man? Oh, no. Oh, my head. Oh, what happened to me back there? Oh, goodness gracious. It, we were in the middle of the road. It was a truck. I didn't even... I didn't, did you see that? What? We are, everybody all right? Well, I'm now left-handed for some reason as well. A final quote from Clayton after the accident. She says, Based from what I gathered, I am the only person in Jamaica with the foreign accent syndrome. Isn't that weird? Oh, yes, it's weird. It's funny how a little bit of brain damage goes can go a long way uh, as far as changing your lifestyle. I mean, one day you love pumpkin pie, you get cracked in the skull. Next day, you, you like apple pie only or you hate pie altogether. You speak in one accent, it flips to another. You're like a Bears fan, and then you wake up, now nah, you're a Chiefs fan. I mean, the brain is just like, it can't be tampered with. These little things, they can really twist your life. I'm all about safety. I'm all about protecting your brain. I don't want to lose my Boston accent in some stupid scooter accident. You know, this Boston accent's amazing. It's gotten me paid before. It's outstanding. I'm like, ah, dude, 
Dude, that coffee's wicked hot. What do you... Don't be stupid. Bro, what do you... Dude, stop being a wicked stupid. <laughs> and then next thing you know, I'm like, hey, man, what what happened back there? Did somebody hit me in the head with a wiffle ball bat? That's a little strange. Japan is facing a shortage of credit card numbers as more people stay home and shop. Tokyo, as more and more credit cards are being issued while people in Japan stay home and shop amid the novel coronavirus pandemic, issuing companies are actually running out of 16-digit combinations for credit cards. I, I mean, I don't even know how that's possible. There's so many combinations. It says here the shortage of numbers has emerged against the backdrop of a rise in credit card payments from consumers staying indoors amid the pandemic, as well as a sudden increase in the number of cards being issued due to the government's introduction last year of a point reward system accompanying cashless, cashless transactions. Although giving out more credit cards to shoppers is pretty advantageous for credit card companies, but it also poses a problem. According to the Japan... Consumer Credit Organization, it is feared there will be a shortage in digit combinations specifically from the seventh digit onward. Furthermore, the industry has failed to address the issue sufficiently, although there have been talks in a certain card company a few years ago to set up an in-house meeting to discuss the possibility of increasing card digits. The company decided to take makeshift measures such as reusing credit card numbers of discontinued credit cards after a certain period had passed since the cardholders canceled their memberships. However, there are considerable risks of fraudulent usage, and a source close to the credit card industry said, increasing the number of digits is the only real way to deal with the problem. There will likely be a shift toward increasing the number of digits in the first half of this decade, in fact. This is crazy that you got 16 digits. This is uh, the population of Japan is about half that of the U.S., so how <laughs> does every single person have five credit cards? I don't understand how this could be a problem, how you would run out of numbers. How come we haven't run out of numbers here in the States? What about China? How many people in China are using credit cards? There's got to be more in China than anywhere else, I'd imagine. I mean, this doesn't make sense at all. They, they must be given 20 credit cards per person. That's all I can think of uh, that would lead to this. Uh, I have a solution, though. Don't add to the digits. Keep the 16-digit air. Just flop some digits with some letters so that, you know, the credit card doesn't have to get more filled with information. It can stay the same size or not that you would change the size, but you can keep it at 16, uh, you know, not digits, but uh, values. You can keep 16 values, just swap it out with a letter or two. I don't know. That could be. And then if you change your credit card structure over there, you know, these things are used worldwide. How does that affect ours? You know, we're going to have some credit cards in the world with 16 digits and others with 24 digits? I don't know how this is going to work. It's very strange. I mean, the one thing I'm getting out of this story is that uh, Japanese people are just shopping way too much online or something. Guys, just calm down over there, okay? Calm down. Bras off. The lockdown triggers a rise in French women going braless. Like a growing number of French women, 22-year-old student Leah Ramsami is giving up her bras. This is the last bra I have left, she says, as she grabs the bra out of a drawer. I haven't worn it for at least three months, I think. Two or three months, anyways. I didn't wear it all summer, to be honest. She is part of what has been dubbed the no-bra movement. 
a booming trend in women ditching their bras across France. And like many others, it was the COVID-19 lockdown that prompted her decision to banish her brazier. Brazier? Brazier. Uh, if you say brazier like Sean Connery, though, it sounds like brazier. Her brazier. Barely leaving the house, she became used to not bothering with putting one on. I went to a friend's house for lockdown, and when I packed my suitcase, in fact, it's simple. I must have had three bras, that's all. That was alternating. I only took one, and I hardly ever put it on. I only went out and bought groceries and stuff like that, so I just, I just didn't wear the bra. According to a recent survey, while just 3% of women said they never or rarely wore a bra before the COVID-19 crisis, this rose to 8% during the lockdown. The trend is even more pronounced among women under 25, 18% of whom say they now regularly do not wear a bra in public. Here's a quote. So what we measured at the end of the lockdown is that this very particular period of isolation at home had indeed been the occasion of a real boom in the practice of no bras among all French women. That was uh, Jean-Philippe de Brule. The number of women who gave up the bra during the lockdown multiplied by three and even more among young women, those under 25, which multiplied by, believe it or not, four or five. Comfort was the number one reason given for giving up the bra, according to the poll. But many also saw it as an expression of liberty and feminism. And among under 25s, 32% said that their decision to go braless was motivated in part by the desire to fight against the sexualization of the female breast. However, fear of men's reactions also appears to be keeping more women from joining the no-bra movement. Among the main reasons given for continuing to wear a bra were the fear of verbal or physical harassment in the streets and the fear of being stared at by men. Here's another quote by De Brule. There is really a generational divide in this practice among women who don't practice it. The main obstacle is the fear of being the object of certain remarks, the fear of being called to order, quite simply. And it's no surprising that it's young women who practice no bra the most because they're the ones who are most at odds with this manifestation of patriarchy, the culture of rape, and all these injunctions that weigh on women's bodies these days. Oh, it's just so damn silly, this bra situation. I mean, they sh women should be able to not wear a bra if they don't want to wear a bra and they shouldn't be ridiculed or stared at for it or anything. I mean, current, this is what happens, unfortunately, but I mean, maybe if more and more women would just go without wearing a bra, eventually just people will stop staring. It'll just be a, a normality, you know, and, and I know how uncomfortable bras can be. And so I, you know, I definitely empathize with women on this issue. I can't imagine having that thing strapped to my chest all the time. It would be so annoying, so damn annoying. So, hey, I support the no bra movement. And I think if, if, if any women in the world can get this no bra movement off the ground, it's the French women for sure. You can't really expect this to happen in the United States for a long, long time. And we just can't get it together in the sexuality department. It's just like it's so taboo. Oh, goodness, a boob. Oh, the outline of a nipple. My goodness, I could crash my car over such things. Arrest her. I don't know, though. Maybe I'm putting down my culture a little bit too harshly. Do you guys think it could work over here? The no bra movement? Any of you ladies getting in on the no bra movement during the COVID? I tell you, man. I mean, why even bother to put any clothes on during COVID? I mean, who does their hair right now? Who cares? Who damn cares? Just be comfortable, right? I don't know. Call the show. 646-450-2012. Tell me your stance. <laughs>
Hello, weirdos and fans of the show. I appreciate you listening to another episode of Weird AF News and all the support. Uh, as I've surpassed 800 episodes and 1 million downloads, I want to thank all of you who made that possible. I sent an email blast uh, thanking listeners. Not all of you are on my email list. If you'd like to get on my email list, you can you can join by going to weirdafnews.com and clicking on join the email list. Uh, or you could just email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, and I'll put you on there. But I sent an email blast thanking people for supporting and you know, basically saying that it, it's because of my loyal listeners that I was able to reach such a milestone. I could never have done it without you guys. And so the, the thanks really goes to all of you for, for uh, being fans of the show and listening and telling others to listen as well. So I appreciate that. I got some email responses from people as well saying congratulations like Kendra and Andy and Samantha, uh, Kelly – Michelle, who else? Thomas. Uh, so I want to thank you guys for emailing me and saying. And a bunch of you have reached out to me on social media, congratulating me as well. I thank you all. It, it's been, uh, it's, it's something I'm really proud of to hit one million. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I would now like to read a negative review that I just got uh, yesterday from Tina on Amazon. She wrote, too long, one star. Oh, sheesh, with the one star, Tina, come on. Then her review says, I had this for a week and never even made it through the first story. Tell me weird stories in 15 to 30 seconds, man. (laughs) Tina likes her weird news in bite-sized little bite baby chunks. (laughs) Like maybe, maybe like uh, Twitter is where you should go for your weird news, Tina. It sounds like 15 to 30 seconds. I'm not even going to get through the first two paragraphs in 15 to 30 seconds. You could take a weird story that you found online and read it to yourself and it would still be longer than 15 to 30 seconds, Tina. I don't know what you're expecting here, but uh, obviously this podcast isn't for you. There's a variety of podcasts. There's a variety of ways to take in your weird news. Okay. If this format isn't, isn't up your alley, you could just never listen again. You know, you don't have to give me one damn star. (laughs) Write this awful review. It's unbelievable where people come from. I'm not even pissed. I'm just, I feel bad for you. I really do. It's just very sad, honestly. It's like writing a terrible Yelp review about an ice cream shop that gave you too big of an ice cream. You know, I want my ice cream in, you know, tiny scoops in a cup, okay? Not this huge, gigantic cone, all right? That's how I like to take my ice cream in, is the small amounts. I'm giving you one star review. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Well, anyways, as you can see, I I now would like a five star review from one of my loyal listeners to offset these one star reviews that I'm getting from these um, what I would categorize as crazy people, uh, really, at the end of the day, (laughs) who have way too much time on their hands. Uh, So, yeah, please go to Amazon and uh, give Jonesy a positive review. Hopefully, you know, if you could at least give me three stars, I'd appreciate that. I know I'm not the best at what I do. There are many, many other podcasts out there. But I'm, I'm pretty good. At least I think I'm worth three stars. Uh, so hit me up with that review, and I'll read your review out. And I'll, uh, uh, what will I do? I don't know. I'll sing you a love song right here on the, right here on the show. <laughs> Why not? It's totally worth it. And lastly, check out my Patreon. Oh, if you like love songs, check out the Patreon. Jonesy, what does your Patreon have to do with love songs? Absolutely nothing. I just thought it would be funny to say it. (laughs) Yeah, join the Patreon. Get bonus episodes. You can download my free comedy album. You can even look at my tattoos, right? I got a few of them. 
Um, so yeah, check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Thank you so much. And we will see you tomorrow, my friends. Don't it Gus again. Doing your million million uh, downloads set, set, and doing your million numbers here uh, again. That's almost 1,300 episodes downloaded a day for 800 episodes. Awesome. Congratulations, man. I'm happy to keep listening. Just wanted to congratulate you on your 800 episodes and million downloads. That's awesome. Bye. Hello, Jonesy. I sure enjoyed your Florida Friday stories. You know, that one guy that was in one of your stories, he was uh, found by the police masturbating at the bus stop. Yeah, when the police asked his name, he uh, represented himself as Captain Kirk. Now, was he really Captain Kirk or was he more like Captain Jerk, since he was masturbating. <laughs> I guess he couldn't help himself except to fire all phasers. <laughs> and your other story? Yeah, about the guy who was pre- pretending to be a dentist. Yeah, he gave the lady a shot, but instead of giving it to her in her gums, in her mouth, gave her a shot in her butt. Well, you know, sometimes they give people pain shots in their butt, but you know, you couldn't figure out why he did that. But the story was that he kissed her on the butt. <laughs> I guess he wanted to kiss someone on the butt, but, you know, it's like, well, why did he do that? Well, he had to be a nice guy and kiss her boo-boo. You know, he had to kiss her owie. Just like a nice parent, they kiss the owie after it's it's all done, like when you put the Band-Aid on. That's it. Take care, man.